we took an unexpected bye week, but we're back. It's week 12, it's Thanksgiving week, and things are really starting to heat up in the NFL and the Division B podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Division B podcast. We had last week off uh, because there were other other commitments. We just couldn't make time for it, but we were we were striving to get a podcast out this week, and we have done it. It was close. Even it it was little, close. Yeah, it was it was very nip and tuck. We were like, we need to try and get maybe a replacement on if one of us can't make it, but it's okay. We're both back. It's Thanksgiving, and Ben, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I-, I could have done with a load of turkey, macaroni, cheese, gravy and stuffing this week. But oh, yeah. on a student budget, it's not much you can do. Uh, <laughs> how are you? I'm OK, thank you. Not too bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm better than OK if we talk about the NFL. That's, 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 that's very true. My boys are doing OK. They don't um, do it badly. Yeah. But if we go into, in, go into this week, we, like mentioned, we weren't sure whether we were going to have a podcast this week. So Drew Brees has he just closed his doors. He yeah. just closed his, he just had to shut it off. It was Thanksgiving. It's, he needed some recovery. There we go. There we go. Look at that. He wants to spend time with his family and not just supplying for his best buds. Yeah. Um but yeah, so no no beer this week. I've just got a orange squash. I've got uh, some uh water. Yep, yeah, there we go. Um <laughs> Breezes, beverages, not beers. Um, We're inclusive. <laughs> we are inclusive. We are inclusive. Um, but shall we get into... I've forgotten what the order is. Is it game, the game of, the, of week. the week first? Game of the week. Go on, Ben. You take game of the week so, away. I mean, there wasn't really a shock this week. I mean, obviously there was the Raiders-Cowboys, which we'll get into later on. But the actual game of the week, we decided was the box Colts this week. And... Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe in the water early on here with with the old Colts. We know what they can do now, and that's not just relying on Jonathan Taylor. That's as a whole team. We finally know. We finally understand how good they can be. They're six and six now as of that result against the Bucks, which you'll say in a second. Uh, but boy, oh boy, there's there's a team in that AFC who are coming through to make this last push for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won thirty-eight to thirty-one against the Colts, but it, it was only down to the last last two possessions. Really, mm. it came to and and the Colts ended up almost getting running like sixty yards and almost getting a touchdown. But yeah, like you say again, they are a great team, aren't they? They're Carson Wentz has really come into his stride. Yeah, um, and he's taken that. I mean, Jonathan Taylor does help. That he's just amazing. He's a warrior. <laughs> but, he's an absolute warrior. But the whole team is, yeah, they're they're a real threat um, to the Titans as well, um, to the Titans as well mm. in their own division. I mean, as you said about Carson Wentz, I think he's finally showed the world that he can still do what he was doing three, four years ago. Like three hundred six yards, three touchdowns off twenty seven completions. 
you don't just do that out of luck. Like I do, mm. I do think it helps that the current champions are coming into your territory. I, I do, or and you know you want to put up a fight, uh, but if you can do that every week, not just with Jonathan Taylor, with let's face it, not an amazing group of receivers. They haven't got a household name. You're in a good place heading into 2022 as well as possibly the playoffs this year. Yeah. So I'm all for the Colts. I'm hopping on that bandwagon. Yeah? I am. Do you think it was... I mean, it's it's hard to say... I mean, I guess, I guess you're going to disagree with me, but are you confident in the Buccaneers that they can get back to, back to the Super Bowl? Do you reckon they are a Super Bowl t- caliber team or do you just about beat a 6-6 six and six team? Are they a six and six team though? Like I know that their record is strictly a six and six team, but they then then uh, in a weird way they're not. Like mm. with, do you think the Colts are better than the Bucks? I, no, I don't. I don't think they are. Is that because of one man? Well, I've actually... they've got the Colts have also got a really good yeah. defensive line. I mean, I was gonna note Brady is starting to slip, in my opinion, but he's still winning games, which is never a good sign because, like, <laughs> he'll probably go for longer than he actually needs to. But, like, he's not looking like he did last year. Agreed. So, is the Bucks' defence keeping him afloat? Like, don't get me wrong, he's still scoring mega points, mm. but... It's not the first game this season where we've gone, hold up. Could it have gone the other way? Yeah, I feel like they're eight in the three now, the Bucks. They're top of the NFC South, which is a pretty poor division. Mm. Um, so you, you're going to pretty much win that. But I feel like they've just, they haven't, they haven't lit up the league like you'd say a, I don't know, Bengals doing or Mm. your boys doing or the Packers doing I feel like they're just there are them games like you mentioned that that could have gone either way um I don't know I don't know how far they get in the playoffs when they get there because they're pretty much guaranteed it and I do think I do think yeah I I think the Colts are a great team they are really coming to their stride um like the Colts hard knocks I've seen only about an episode and a half of it, but oh, I forgot about episode two. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> they always got they've got that um, a real togetherness within the team, and obviously they mention about Frank Reich, um, who's obviously the Colts um, the Colts head coach. He was at the Eagles, and he'd known Carson Wentz from North Dakota State, and he drafted him as the Eagles' offensive mm. coordinator back in 2016 or whatever it is. He knows his quarterback, and that's why he ended up getting him. And it's really starting to show once again what he was like when he joined the Eagles and that's like 2017 season when do they went on pretty much to win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz playing 90% of the games. Do the Colts Do the Colts have a deep playoff run in the next three years? If everyone stays healthy. If, if everyone stays healthy. Um, I think I think a lot of it relies on Jonathan Taylor. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, because I think I'm not saying they're like the Titans, but they are where your running back is 
basically is is an absolute beast and scores you a lot of points. If Jonathan Taylor, who's had a shining season this year, I think he scored nine touchdowns in every, on a on the bounce in in like games, um, and is currently top of the Russian Russian leaders, which he'll end up winning because Derek Carr's been injured for half a season and he's still second. I think. He needs to still continue to perform. Carson Wentz still needs to continue to perform, and that defensive line, which has been great over the last couple of years, still need to still need to perform. But a deep playoff run, it's hard to tell in the AFC now. I'm not but, sure who's good and who's bad. Yeah, in three years though, when he's got his own roster, like as in Carson Wentz. Sorry, not not Frank Reich, obviously. Um. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, I, I think I think I th- I genuinely think from next year they might be the force in the AFC South over the Titans. What about a force in the AFC as a whole? Not next year, I don't think yet. Year after? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, great game of the week that. <laughs> Do you want to move on? Shall we move on to in the week? Yes, let's. Cool. So, I've got the scores here and like we did last time um, well, for the last few weeks, we're going to go through the scores. If anything comes up that we want to talk about, we will speak. So we'll start with Thanksgiving games on Thursday night. I do love the Thanksgiving games on the Thursday night. You, you, you're out. You, Sundays are good, but Thursday night when you're like, there's a game at half five on a Thursday and it's NFL. There's a game at 25 past nine on a Thursday and it's NFL. Best time of the year, I think. Um, and yeah, we started off. Chicago Bears 16, Detroit Lions 14. Anything? Just Lions are unlucky again, aren't they? Oh, I actually feel so sorry for them. I really do. But they're just shit. Um, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Las Vegas Raiders 36, Dallas Cowboys 33. Yeah, I do think that's an upset. I do. I think the Raiders... The Raiders are going into that bracket with the Vikings and... Who do we say? The Vikings and... There's another team, and I can't remember who now. I don't remember. Who we said were really inconsistent. Bang. And they Ooh. played each other. And we were like the two most inconsistent. Oh, the Broncos, I think. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just so inconsistent. Anyway, they're in there now. But Derek Carr didn't have his main receiving threat with, with Waller for the, for the majority of the game. He still threw 373 yards, and he got a touchdown. That's two yards less than Dak. Mm. And he still got the touchdown. Josh Jacobs took 22 carries and 87 yards for one touchdown. Now we we've had games in the last few three, four, five weeks where we've gone. The teams just quite frankly didn't do enough with the ball. Both teams this week in this game did more than enough with the ball. It was just that I, I in my opinion, after watching the highlights and actually catching the last bit of the game, it's just the Raiders had more fight. So, you know, although Dak's throwing two touchdowns and Derek Carr's throwing one and they're all around, they're both around three, seven, five yards, nah, it doesn't really matter. If you go out and you, and you want it, you're going to get it. And both teams threw everything at it until that last 10 minutes and the Raiders just came out. Yeah, I think this could be a turning point for the Raiders, um, especially going to the Dallas Cowboys mm. and winning like that. They've obviously had a few troubles and upsets over the last um, couple of months off the field 
and they haven't been the same team as they were at the start of the season when they went three and one, four and one. So I think this game could really, really boost them back up into that into that division, into that playoff race. Um, And yeah, like you said, quarterback masterclass, both throwing over three hundred seventy yards. The the Raiders have never actually lost when Derek uh, Derek Carr's thrown over. 300 yards so that's that's crazy that continues to carry on um and the cowboys have lost four of the last five thanksgiving's games which is pretty bad as well but like you mentioned be their day (laughs) yeah i know um like you mentioned with people what they do with the ball my mate at work who's a cowboys fan um he said that the cowboys are like the most penalized team in the nfl so far this season and i think on thursday they got so many flags which equated up to 110 yards they gave away. What? So I think what what the Cowboys are doing off the ball in terms of defense is really hindering what they're able to do on the offensive side. Yeah, I don't know if that's because I may be wrong. They got a pretty young young squad, haven't they? Overall, I think like so. reasonably young defense as well. So mm. it could be just maybe like a lack of lack of experience, and you're giving away so many penalties that the reason why you're seven and four. It's because the Raiders can go into the last kick of the game and score a field goal. Whereas mm. if you had that experience, you wouldn't make them silly mistakes. But I think the Cowboys, obviously without Mike McCarthy as well, who had COVID, but I don't really can. Is that an excuse anymore? I don't know. <laughs> we won without our QB and our uh, head coach. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> yep, I agree. Um, yeah, great performance there from the Raiders, cool. And the final Thanksgiving game on the Thursday, Bills 31, Saints 6. Have you got anything for this? Uh, two two things. That was a Bills domination, uh, as I'm sure most people can tell from the score. Uh, we, we, we have our inconsistent bracket with the Vikings, with the Raiders, and with the Broncos. Oh, Chargers, Chargers, that was it. It was the Chargers. Because mm. you talk about Herbert. Why are the Bills, for their standards, why are the Bills inconsistent? Like, you get these amazing games where they, what, they went two weeks in a row, right, where they shut out the opposition, and then they lost to the Jets or whoever it was. And it's like, where's that coming from? And again, it was the Jags. It was the Jags. That's that's it, yeah. They were unbeat. They they hadn't won a game at that point. And it's just like, you have someone who's name is always thrown about the MVP race over the last three years you have a great defence you have a great head coach execute your game plan like you, you've shown you can do it like I don't know I I worry for the Bills because we both want the AF, we both want them to do well we've we've openly said this and later on when we get into our AFC NFC predictions which I don't want them to do well that's true which will be interesting to see what we both have in mind but i don't know i don't know it's 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 worrying you know i think yeah i think they are a they are an inc- inconsistent team um we were like we mentioned a few times on the podcast at the start of the season we were like yep they're gonna get to super bowl easy don't think that anymore no. they're they're a very yeah they're they're a I don't want to say it because it's going to bite me in the arse when the Patriots end up playing them twice in the next six weeks. They're a bang average team. And they just... 
That I don't was know if they're bang average. I'd personally say that they're above average. Like they're still, they're still a positive ratio. They're still, I'd still think they'd beat three quarters of the teams in the league. But there are times where it's like, but like within that quarter that they don't beat, there are teams that they should beat. Mm. So, at the moment, would you say they're having a? Di- would this be a dis- disappointment for the Bills? Not yet. I think if they were if they were equal on a, on a win to loss, then yes. But you're not winning your division though, and you're coming up against a rookie. We'll get we'll get on to him later. He's okay. he's not a normal rookie. Fine. Um, <laughs> but despite that, yeah, the Bills did smash the Saints. But yeah, the Saints have yeah. got no one pretty much here. injury. Uh, heaven, um, Buccaneers thirty eight. Can't say one. We've spoken about that. Jets twenty four. Texans fourteen. Two of the worst teams in the NFL. But the Jets come on and win it. Anything? No. <laughs> uh, me neither. Nope. Um, Eagles 7, Giants 13. You know, it's the first time since I think it was 1978 where the Giants and the Jets won on the same day. Really? It was definitely in the 70s or 80s, yeah. Wow. Anything on that game? No. <laughs> I think that comes back a little bit to your point about Jalen Hurts. Big question marks about him, maybe. This, like, genuinely, this carousel, and I'll, I've got another point on it later on, is going to be insane this year. It's like, and it's such a bad QB class for drafting that, oh, anyway, well, I don't want to go on a tangent. But, <laughs> yeah, mad. <laughs> um, Panthers 10, Dolphins 33. Anything? I've got quite a few on this, actually. Yeah? Um, Surprise question mark uh cam newton exclamation mark that's your problem yeah five five five, for five completions 92 yards two, two interceptions yeah. same old cam the same old cam it's the cam we saw last season i love that everyone got on this little hype train when he beat us and they were like cam's <laughs> the future of the panthers why do we ever release him and then like, i saw a couple of memes on instagram that was like recommended and it was like how did this guy beat out cam newton and it was obviously a picture of your beloved mac jones and it's like that's why uh <laughs> but the, so poor isn't it? Uh, the panthers need a qb I, I don't know whether it's in this draft class i don't know whether they join the carousel they need someone to take the reins of that franchise i don't think mccaffrey is going to bounce back this is his third season in a row. He's missed the last quarter of the season. Wow. And he's meant to be your franchise. Really? That that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't add up. You know, you look at the Steelers now, for example. Veteran QB, whose scheme they always had like a good running back, but he wasn't the focal point of the of the of the franchise. It was always the QB. You bring in Najee Harris, you dominate the run game, and you still have good weapons on the throwing game, air game, if you need to. But that's obviously slightly taking a turn for the Steelers, but that's beside the point. The Panthers need to find, again, it's another team who needs to find their identity. Their defense is set in stone. Their defense, we know, does a job. Like, mm. they have an incredible defense. They've done so well with waivers and in the free agency. Like, hats off to them. But sort out the side that, that wins your points. Your, your, your defense will win you a game if your offense does the job. And they haven't yep. got an offense that will do the job at the moment. So, you know, 
that's all I have to rant about with the Panthers. I think McCaffrey's going to enter an Andrew Luck kind of vibe where he probably kind of goes, can I actually carry on with this if I'm going to get a severe injury every year? Mm. No, I don't think you can put your body through that, but that's beside the point. Who am I to judge? I'm not an SNC coach or a physio, so... Or a running back in the NFL. <laughs> um, uh, I think you make I think you make good points regarding Christian McCaffrey. I don't hadn't really thought about what the repercussions are for him because when he's come back from injury, he just seems to still be fantastic. But like you say, you can only have so many injuries to uh, to really set you <laughs> set yeah. you back a few years. And I'd love to see Christian McCaffrey go back to what he was what last year, two years ago, but. Like like you said, they still had nothing. They hadn't really had a quarterback. They had Teddy Bridgewater or whatever. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold as well. And they were just relying on their running back. Um, so, yeah, I think quarterback for them is going to be... It's crazy to think. Cam Newton's played, what, three, four games? And they're already saying, is he even the quarterback? Why have they bought him? Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, the Miami, Dolphins win. Yeah, Miami. I mean, two had played well. 230 yards with a touchdown. Miami are making a late rush to pull back their season, mm. and it's it's interesting because I, I don't know. I don't know what their uh, schedule's looking like, but they've they've they found they found a good stride. They found a good rhythm, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um. Cool. Next game. <laughs> Tennessee Titans thirteen, New England Patriots thirty six. Right. Before we get into this. Before we get into this, literally before we started recording, I went on YouTube just to kill a bit of time and Pat McAfee came up and I actually put this in my notes before I watched it, but it backs it up that someone like Pat McAfee is realising it as well. We're seeing clinical peak Patriots again and what Boston Connor on Pat McAfee's show described Bill Belichick as is a Sith Lord. He can see the future. He can manipulate <laughs> the defense. He tortures them when he gets the reins to. And Mac Jones is that rain that is letting him do it. 310 yards, two touchdowns, and looking like a five-year vet. Fifth-year vet. Mate, you must be so happy right now. I'm ecstatic, Ben. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a career high for Mac Jones. And if we didn't think his season could get any better, it just has. Like 310 yards. Um, I think. I think we're. I think we're on our way back. I, if I, not, yeah. six wins in a row with an average point difference of 25 points. Right, that's almost th- four touchdowns. If my maths is, yeah, my maths is great. Um, and I think we in the NFL we've got the highest point differential like scores like for and against um mate i'm just i'm very happy at the moment i must say i don't blame you have you do you think we've sorry i don't blame you yeah do you think we've got the most complete team in the afc in terms of what we have what we know we've got and how we do that do you think we're the most complete and like finalized team already two years after brady leaves have we already got back to that stage where we're like, yep, here's the future, here are the wide receivers, here are the tight end, here's the defence, there we go, we're complete. We're not like the Chiefs where we're like, oh, our defence is a little bit, um, our, sorry, our offence are a little bit ropey still. 
or whatever. Yeah. Have we got the most complete team in the AFC? I think your defense, yes. And I think you know we we all know Bill loves a first round defense draft. If if he, he does need an offensive weapon, so you're going to yeah. get someone in the draft who's going to come in and be a weapon for you next year, which is scary to go alongside um, Matthew Judon. Mm. <laughs> He said, like, he said something interesting with the receivers. I Titans, uh, Titans, tight ends, yes. O-line, yes. Quarterback, yes. Running backs, yes. Your receivers, again, I'd, uh, if you can keep it up, I think you're going to attract someone big. Like, I reckon Juju, maybe, next year. Would you take Juju as a first-string receiver? Because you, you wouldn't really... Something that I, I found really interesting is... You wouldn't. No one would. No one thinks Juju can really be a number one receiver. Mm. And you've got a roster where I don't think any of your receivers have ever been a number one receiver or yeah. close to it. So what if Juju comes in, joins them, builds confidence in that receiving core, go and have fun? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just having a look at. Uh, I mean, Jacoby Myers has been on fire. Nelson Aguilar's been pretty average, but Kendrick like you say, there aren't any standout standout names there. Yeah. Um, would I take Juju? I don't think he fits in the no. Patriots scheme. He's too over. He's too like. He's the one we did the dancing on the. I don't think Bill would like him because yeah. he's a bit. He's he takes but away out of Cam, didn't they? And look, look what he did with Cam. He yeah. made him boring. Valid. Um. But I think, I don't know. I just don't change anything at the moment. I I just... I think if you can get in one powerhouse receiver, then yes, like one to go alongside um, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Mm. Like, yeah. Anyway, enough about your Patriots. Uh... Next game, Steelers ten, Bengals forty one. Oh, Charlie Fowley, where's your Mike Mike Tomlin love now? <laughs> Big win. Big win for Burrell. Uh, second in the division now, Cincinnati. Seven and four. Playoffs. Very realistic for the uh, for the old Cincinnati boys. Mm. Taking their claim back for number one team in Ohio. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to worry about the Browns or the Steelers. Not even. To be fair, they don't even have to worry about the Ravens. I'll get onto that when we get yeah. to the Ravens. But yeah, like me. Cincinnati beat the Steelers for the first time twice in a season since 2000, in 12 years. Um, and they've scored over 30 points in five of their last six games. they got a great offense. Uh, yeah, I think that first half going up 31-3 in the first half is just oh, abysmal. So, Ben, question to you. Was this game more the Bengals dominating or the Steelers being poor? Or was it a mixture of both? I I'd probably say both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't think there's much more to say to it. I think we know what we're kind of expecting from the Joe Burrow Bengals now, and we kind of know the Steelers are on a slow decline with Roethlisberger at the helm. So yeah, and their defense is 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 so patchy in Pittsburgh that <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's like a fourteen-year-old beard. You just you know. <laughs> The right-hand side's all right. The middle could be okay. The left is just useless. Like, you know, <laughs> get shaving, oh. Mike. Consistency. Um, 
Falcons 24, Jaguars 14. Anything? Not really. Nope. Chargers 13, Broncos 28. Anything? No. <laughs> nope. Um, here we go, big one. Rams 28, Packers 36. Statement of the year coming up. Ring, ding, 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 ding. NFC is the Packers division. And I will say that as a Cardinals fan. Okay. What, Surely... just because Aaron Rodgers won with a broken toe? No, I'm not not just because of that, but that is an asset that I didn't realise. I didn't include him <laughs> in my research hard enough this week. But he's gone into the Cardinals State Farm Stadium, one. Yeah. He's then gone into SoFi, one. And they were the two big teams on his calendar this year. Well, maybe not at the beginning with the Cardinals, but obviously when they played, it was. You've gone into both of their yards and you've won. And not just like, you know, won by getting 17 points and they got six. You've won with plus 30 scores twice. In their gardens with two good offences, two good defences... I mean, if you're Matt Nagy right now and you saw the one game Jordan Love played and you see Jordan Love on a regular basis in training, surely you're trying to get that contract given to Aaron Rodgers for three more years and Mm. you just throw hell for leather to get that ring. Yeah. Surely you do. Like... Yeah, Jordan Love, when he played against the Chiefs when um, Aaron Rodgers had COVID, he didn't look great. And I, I think they only lost by about eight points. And them eight points, I'm pretty sure, would have re- easily been regained if you had Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Yeah. So they pretty much, they would have beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten you boys. They've beaten the Rams. They've beaten probably anyone that poses a serious threat to them. Um, but we know what they're like. We know what Aaron Rodgers is like. But what is wrong with the Rams, Ben? Hmm? They've got OBJ. All right. they got Von Miller. They bought them in. Yeah, released, bought them in. They started the season seven and one, and now they've lost the last three. With Stafford throwing pick sixes in three straight games, the first time a quarterback has done that since 2013. What's happening? What is going on? <laughs> the the thing is with the Rams, is they're the team that's almost there, and for the last three years since they got to the Super Bowl, they're the team who's missing one piece. With this close away from completing the LA Rams puzzle. Mm. For people who cannot see, he had a little... <laughs> with his index finger and thumb, there's a, there's a tiny little gap. Yeah, to... <laughs> but the thing is, right, they get they get in their holy grail that is Matt Stafford at the beginning of the season for a straight, almost a straight trade for Jared Goff, which I don't know how they pulled off still on a second round. Oh no, was it a second round pick or first round? Anyway... Whatever, they, they don't really care about their first or second round picks in LA, so it's not much to them anyway. Um, and they're like, yeah, NFC is ours. We're going to do, we're going to get to the Super Bowl in the SoFi Stadium. And we're going to do what Tampa did. We're going to win. Then you get to week five or six, and they're five and one. And they're like, okay, five and one, that's not bad. Look above, Arizona's above us. Right, that hasn't happened for like 10 years. What's going on? Let's get in a defensive player who's. Just past his prime, but still good. Von Miller, great, great. Okay, now now we're looking good. Now we're looking threatening. Oh, he can't play. All right, okay. Let's, let's rewind the tape a second here. Let's go forward a couple more weeks, lose one more game. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, OBJ, yeah, OBJ, Cooper Cup, we're going to look sick. We're going to, oh, my God, on the defense. Where's that piece, then? Is it is it McVay? No. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think they're in a... They're in a bit of a rut, and yeah. like I was when I was watching the highlights, um, one of the guys on there he just said, "We haven't seen Matt Stafford in this situation, getting this deep into a season, and being one of them top seven teams in your conference. And when you're coming up against a team like Green Bay, which you'll inevitably meet in the playoffs, are you able to, I don't know, be able to push that button and just go?" pretty much beast mode on. Can I do that? Can Matt Stafford actually do that? He's never really been in a massive game. No. His biggest true. games he's been in is Thanksgiving games and they've had to play in front of the nation. Or first round been poor. Play- or wild card playoff. Mm. Yeah, exactly. They've been poor when he when he was at Detroit. A poor team. And now he's gone to a team with big ambitions. I think it's just Matt Stafford not knowing how to deal with getting to week 12 and being like, Okay, I actually got to perform. We we're not like when I'm at the when I'm at the Lions, we're already out of the race by now. At this point, I actually need to try and get to the playoffs. I think it's just, I think he's a little bit nervous. Yeah, which is understandable. But he's gonna have to if he wants to be a good quarterback in a team that's striving for for Super Bowls and expected to win Super Bowls. You can't be nervous. You just got to take it on the chin and be like, yo, I need to. And he's performed my best, which he isn't at the moment. Mm. Very valid. Very valid. Um, Vikings 26, 49ers 34. Vikings just showing their inconsistency again for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder. I think he had an MRI yesterday. I'm nerding from, back from that, though. Um, Vikings are currently 5-6, and six, but they're still a playoff kit team. So, <laughs> even because of that. And something to, something to keep an eye on for you, boys. The 49ers are over... 500 for the first time since week three you currently have the nfc west currently have three teams in the playoffs at the moment yeah baby you're doing pretty well but you've got to come back off that bye week are you playing next week off the bye i think it might be the rams probably the best time to get them to be yeah. fair <laughs> get them on the down um, <laughs> uh last two browns 10 ravens 16 just that insane touchdown from Lamar where he escaped two sacks and Miles Gather even just went to him at the end of the game. Unreal. And just, oh, yeah, unbelievable. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a few little bits. Lamar throws a career-high four picks but still wins against the absolutely useless... Deflated Browns. Useless Cleveland Browns. Um, but should... Should they be worried, Ben, the Ravens and Ravens fans? Because despite being top seed in the AFC, they constantly turn over the ball and six out of their eight wins have been by only one score or less. So they're pretty much scraping wins, Ben, and they're not playing very well. Yeah. But they're just they're just able to get, get there. Are, are they... We, we said it a few weeks ago. I feel like we're... We feel like they're, they're a playoff team, but they haven't got the talent to make that one step further yeah, into a have. conference. Do you do you still have the same same thought process? I do. Or? And, and before, like I think we praised his running game so much, Lamar, and now it's come into like existence. That it's actually kind of a burden at times. Like mm. 
if he's getting chased out the pocket, he looks for a run instead of a pass, and then he may panic throw, and then that's the interception. When he could have probably stayed in the pocket that second longer, found that connection, and delivered the ball. So, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know if that roster's fit for him still, as we said. Do they do they win the division or do the Bengals come in uh, from behind? That's going to be a fun race to watch. I don't think we can. Really good, it. isn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, and just about the Cleveland Browns, six times this year, the Browns have scored fourteen points or less, which is tied alongside the um, Houston Texans, who have only got two wins. So basically, your your offense is as good as a two win team who basically let let go of their quarterback. That's basically him. Um, and finally, Monday night, Monday night football, a real shocker again. I don't know if it was a shock, but we'll get into it after you said Seahawks 15, Washington 17. What are their records now? You have got you should have that there, shouldn't you? Uh, I don't I think the... I think the Seahawks Washington are 4 are, and 7. I know, I think Washington are 5 and 6 now. And then but the Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks are definitely seven. 3 and 8. No, Seahawks are 3 and 8, yeah. See, that's what I mean. I don't think yeah. it is a shock. The better team won. I mean, but it's Pete Carroll. It's Russell Wilson. I don't. I think Pete Carroll's gone. I do. I, so they're three and eight. If they get a winning season, they have to win all remaining six games. Yeah, which isn't happening. No. I think, uh, and they've got it, to play us once. They have to play the Rams at least once, and I'm pretty sure they still have to play Dallas. I wonder if does Russell Wilson go onto that quarterback carousel. Is this his contract up this year? I don't know, but he didn't want to be there this year, did he? I I think the Seahawks are a sinking ship, and it's time to rebuild with Agreed. Russ. I think you get rid of Pete Carroll. I think you bring in a new head coach and new ideas, and you and you go again. And I said this at the beginning of the year. I said, has that connection gone between Russ and Pete? And you said, no, 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 no. Pete's there to do a job, all this, all that. Look at them now, Brandon. Look at them now. There we go. I'll leave it on that. <laughs> as you know with me i always say that's the sound that means we're in our final third and that's still the case we are in our final third after that sound where better place to start than our weekly believe it or not now i've gone two heavy personnel ones this week so the first one may make you a bit upset. I will warn you now, Brandon. Oh, okay. no. So let's jump straight in. Brandon, believe yep. it or not, Mac Jones was arrested and charged with a DUI in his freshman season at Alabama. I mean, look at his face. <laughs> really? Do you really want to do that, Mac? I really hope not, but... I don't know why... You... That's very creative from you, Ben. I know you've just been on the train for like the last three hours and you've got time to think of these. Freshman year, Mac Jones, DUI. My head... My head's telling me no. (laughs) My head's telling me he probably did it because he's a freshman. But I'm going to go in my heart. I can't say Mac did that. No way. I don't believe it. Brandon should have believed. Uh, No, I did say, I said my head said it. I just couldn't, I couldn't go through with it. Luckily, no one was injured during the accident. 
But he was suspended for one game against LSU, which was quite a light punishment for a DUI arrest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but oh, yeah. poor, come on, Mac, get yourself together, lads. Um, okay, I've got quite. This wasn't on purpose, but my uh, my believe it or not revolve around a certain topic. I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll guess what the topic is after I say them both. Maybe just even one. Um, NFL cheerleaders. I promise. This is not... I haven't done this on purpose. <laughs> NFL cheerleaders, like the one, like the Jaguars ones. You remember them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were good. Um, NFL cheerleaders only get paid $100 per game, believe it or not. $100 per game for three hours. That's 30 quid an hour, $30 an hour, $33 an hour. That's quite a good wage. I'd say believe. You shouldn't have believed. Oh. They get paid $50. That's it. Wow. Wow. Mental, isn't it? That's ridiculous. They actually do a lot of work as well. Yeah, I know. They, <laughs> like, I they can't even pre- watch the game. <laughs> pre-season, I remember the Cardinals like putting it on their Instagram and stuff. They were rehearsing for like nine hours a day. Like... And they have selection, Joke. they have roster cuts and everything. And wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like you get a football Mental. where they hold up their, yeah. their kit and it's like the cheerleaders no, hold they do. They have it. They put it on the Instagram. They're like shaking hands and they're like, oh, congratulations to so-and-so who's making the final cut for the first time. Oh, that is so They, they move That's round so as well. Though, they it? move round to cities. It's crazy. Anyway. That is mental. <laughs> Brandon, number two, believe it or not. Both Manning brothers are seen as NFL royalty. See, uh, for the our listeners, Brown has just made a face that's like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Despite both of them having two rings on their fingers, one of them struggled in postseason success. Eli went 8-3 and three in postseason games, whereas Peyton went 9-10. and 10. Believe it or not. So I think I... Under- I- I agree with the Eli one because he's won two Super Bowls and he beat the Patriots twice. Um, and with Peyton, he's been around. He was at San... Was it San Diego? No. Was, I'm thinking o- of Philip Rivers, aren't I? Yeah. He was at the Colts and, then and the Broncos. Broncos. Um, and he was around for a long time. Like, yeah. I'm going to believe that. Well done, Brandon. I'm yes. proud of you. Good believer. Thank yeah. you. It's actually quite mad. So between them, they went 20, uh, no, not 20, 17 and 13 in post-season That's games. That's not too bad, like, really. So Even... if they, if you add them all up, they would have won four Super Bowls. <laughs> they are, I mean, which they, they did. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they are elite. And now they've got their own bloody Monday night football. Which is, which is so funny. I it love good, watching it? the highlights the next day. It's so good. <laughs> like, it's so funny. They are very good. <clears throat> love them. Um, okay. Believe it or not, Ben. Can you get on my level? Get on my level, boy. The person who was on our screens for 10 years used to be a cheerleader. The person who was on our screen. A person. An actor slash actress oh. who was on our screen for 10 years used to be a cheerleader. I'm going to say true. There's so many people out there that probably would have done it. So yeah, I'm not even going to think behind this. True. 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> For extra points, can you give me the TV show? Friends. No. Oh. Close. The Office. USA. Have a guess. It's not Pam, is it? It's no. not the person who acts as Pam. No. It's Phyllis. Oh, of course. Wait, what? Phyllis. Yep. No way was she a cheerleader. Yeah, man. I'll show you a picture. That's mental. I know, it's mental, isn't it? And what even is more mental, it's for your boys as well. <laughs> the 1970s, <laughs> she was a cheerleader for the St. Louis Cardinals, who are now the Arizona Cardinals. Is... So there you go. You got you both like you like the office and you like the Cardinals, oh. and now you've got a. Uh... Right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, let me just let's get a picture up for you. That's insane. I would have said Angela after Pam. That's what she looked like. Jesus Christ! And obviously she looks like that now. Yeah. Wow. But that was her. That was her in her like cheerleading days. That's mental. Crazy, isn't it? She was of your boys. <laughs> oh, the joys. Fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of my boys, let's hop in to our quarterly predictions. Not quarterly. On, I'll let you kick this off. Yeah, quarterly. It's quarterly. I, I completely forgot about this. That's fine. Like... So. AFC. Whew. We see. We we said this last time we did this, which was week eight. We did it with Charlie, actually, I believe. Um, AFC is is a roller coaster right now. You don't know who's going to be where or what. Based on current form, which is the whole point of doing it quarterly, my AFC playoff the team uh, fixture. Sorry, got there eventually is the Patriots, which you are delighted about, <laughs> with the Ravens. Now, I know it's a rogue one. I, I know it's a rogue one. The Chiefs are getting there. They're getting there. They haven't quite sold me again. The Bills, I just, you know, I, I don't know about them. The Titans, again, I don't think, I don't know if they're going to get the first seed in the AFC South. I think the Colts might get there now. I I I I just can't see past the Patriots at the moment. No matter where they get seeded, I I like as as we said earlier, Mac was he he's looking like a fourth year vet. It's mad, it's mad. So they're my AFC team getting to the Super Bowl week twelve on the Division B podcast. It's the Patriots representing the AFC. Oh, that makes me so happy, Ben. <laughs> And it makes me even happier because I'm in agreement with you, with the Patriots. Yeah. I think it's not just me being a classic fan going, I think we're going to do it. I, th- I, I genuinely think that if we carry on this vein of, vein of form, I can't see us I, I can't see us losing to anyone. No. Apart from maybe the other team that I'm going to put in, and it's different to yours, I think it's the Chiefs. Um I feel like the Ravens are too close to the wire to get through to the AFC Championship game. I feel like their their team as a whole isn't good enough to get there and they're relying too too much on Lamar running the ball and throwing the ball. But I think the Chiefs, they've been there for the last two years. Patrick Mahomes, um, I think they're on, were they on a bye this week? I think they were. I think so, yeah. So I th- I'm hoping, I'm, I actually don't hope, but... Um, I'm thinking they'll come back from the bye 
and yeah, they'll just like like the league. Um, can I take the NFC as you? Of course t- you uh, can. Absolutely fine. Cool. I don't know what I said before, um, but I'm sure I th- wasn't it. I think you said Bucks Rams. I think was your. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, I'm going to change both my teams there. Um, team number one, I'm going to go the Arizona Cardinals. I feel like yeah, I think I think now since week eight into now, I've seen even though you didn't play this week, I've seen enough teams drop off to know that your team is going to be up there. Like the Cowboys, for example. You can't really trust what they're going to do. The Bucks, for example, I'm still not 100% confident in them. Um, so I think your boys are going to get there. And also think, I'm sure you'll agree with this, the um, Green Bay Packers as well, who are just yeah, yeah. an elite team. What about you? I, I would say, I, 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 again, it's the same as you. I'm, I'm not fanboying. I'm not doing it you know i think the other reason other than from week eight is we've had colt mccoy in for the last three games and we've won two of them mm. and that's without d hop as well and then the other one that was about d hop aj green chase edmonds um, it, was, it was almost riding on james connor's back against the 49ers a division rival away from home and we still did it yeah i just i, I think there's i think the N, the nfc west is always going to provide one team who get deep in the playoffs I think we're that team this year. I do. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I do think we're going to fall at the hurdle to the Packers in in the NFC playoff. I, I, I think they're going to get there as well, as I said earlier. I think it's their, their roost to rule, I think, for, for Aaron Rodgers. And I think this is the year they finally get to the Super Bowl. I don't think the Bucks are going to get there this year. I think they're... I mean, we saw them last year with Washington in the wild card. That's all I have mm. to say. And yeah. they're not looking like the Bucks they did last year. They're still looking incredible, but they're not looking like they did last year. So yeah, absolutely. my Super Bowl is the Packers Patriots. Oh. <laughs> um I think I think in terms of the NFC, I I'd I'd agree with you in terms of the Packers. I feel yeah. like they're um they got Aaron Rodgers there, and the, that's I feel like that's the only reason. And their defense is elite. I'm not saying your defense isn't elite, but they've got experience as well. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has been there before, and I think your team is just maybe one one season behind. I'd agree. Behind where the Packers are, um, so I think next year if you keep everyone, they all all perform like they are this year. Then yeah, I'd happily put you happily put you there on a a fine Friday, a fine February afternoon evening. Um, so from the NFC, I'm going for the Packers. AFC between the Patriots and the Chiefs. I don't want to say Patriots, even though I think Patriots, but I don't want to say Patriots because it's Patrick Mahomes. But I'm gonna now. I'm gonna say it. I think I think the Patriots are gonna get there. We'll lose to the Packers, but Bill Belichick's defensive masterclass is gonna overcome the Chiefs if we if we get there and the Chiefs offense hasn't been great this season anyway no, I can see so that happening yeah. I feel like if we were to get there um I feel like Bill would just have too much for them but we see we'll see we still got six weeks left yeah. to go and then the load of playoffs um and you never know like you say the Colts may be up there in in for yeah. in for a running I'll, I'll be quite there's we're in we're in that home stretch for like pu- pushing playoffs we're two weeks away from the last bye week as well which is when everyone yeah. properly comes out of their 
you know, little hibernation and goes, right, let's go for it. So mm. it's going to be an interesting run-in. It's going to be a real interesting run-in. And speaking of that, let's get into Player of the Week. There are two players who I'd like to give an honourable mention for. Yes, I'm back on my honourable mentions. That's absolutely fine. Could make a could make big pushes going into postseason. Joe Burrow and Mackie Jones are both up there again. I was so close to crowning one of them our Player of the Week again. Really? Yeah, very. Oh, we get, again. That would have been the first one where you got two. Yeah. We may still have another one. But both of them, though, Burrow and Jones, both of them very close I decided this week I was like I need to look at defence I haven't really looked at defence enough when I do player of the week because I've had big QB weeks mm. but big scores or boring scores there wasn't really like a shutout or like an incredible defensive display of three interceptions like when Chandler Jones who I think was our last defensive player to win it on week yeah, one it was the first one as yeah. well I think <laughs> so, um, that obviously hasn't kind of rung true but I made a promise myself today I will constantly look at Defensive player of the week, if I need to. <laughs> but we have one crown per week, sadly, not three. Otherwise, we know who they'd two of them would be going to. Uh, he beat, he led his team to beating the Rams in LA, now beating them and the Cardinals in their backyard. 307 yards, two touchdowns. He sent a warning over to Dallas and Tampa Bay, as well as already frightening LA and Arizona. It has to be Aaron Rodgers, doesn't it? He's stealing the show again this year. And he's got a dodgy foot as well. He's got a dodgy <laughs> yeah. toe. He still he still hasn't had surgery on it. He's still he's got he's playing with a broken toe. Um I'm just checking. I don't think we've had him before, have we? No, I don't believe so. I but mean, the guy he's, he's, yeah, he's a he is a different breed. Mm. Like again, going back to the video I was watching earlier with Pat McAfee, he was comparing Mac Jones to, to Brady and Rogers, and he said, "Can Matt Jones make the throws Brady does? No. Can he do the tricks and you know little tip passes that he does? Yes. Can Brady do that? No. Who's going to be a better QB over the next ten years if they're both playing, Matt Jones? However, is he quite on that same wave as Rogers? No. Mm. Is he going to get there? Absolutely. But Rogers is just." He's a different animal. I think I think he's the QB. He's the face of the league now. I do. I I believe that over the last two years, he's just torn it up. MVP as well. Moment. I, I he's. I think he's try, I think he's leading that race again as well. I, I I genuinely think. I I I truly believe Kyler Murray was number one, but mm. obviously now he's been injured for the last three weeks. Jonathan Taylor's definitely up there for MVP, and Aaron Rodgers as well. It's again. It's such like these last six weeks of regular season games are going to be so fun to watch for MVP, for playoff, for Pro Bowl contention. It's going to be crazy, and to save franchises like Pete Carroll. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It's congratulations, all congratulations, player Aaron, of the week, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Good job. Um, game of the week of next week. I haven't actually seen the games. I'm not going to lie. I haven't looked uh, at. I've got. A, I've. There aren't many standing out. You've got the Ravens and the Steelers. That's you. That's a pretty tasty one, but it doesn't really mean anything. No. Um, other big ones. You boys have got the Bears, but oh, the Bears, you should okay. really, really win in that. Um, Cowboys at Saints. Who knows? Uh, but the one I'm going for is Monday Night Football divisional game. Patriots Bills. Yeah, I think, I think that's it's completely fair. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a massive game. <laughs> 
I think the Bills are the new Chiefs. This is a massive game for the Bills to yes. know where they are. And are they actually, was last season just a bit of a fluke that they're great or are they just, yeah. Bit of a dead end question this. What Bills do you want to turn up? Uh, I'll have the Bills that lost to the Jags <laughs> rather than the Bills that just beat the Saints and let them score six points, please. Yeah, that's true. I'd agree. <laughs> I'd take them as well. Lovely stuff. No, no, that's, that's a good game. That'll be a good one to watch. Right, so we've had a couple of weeks out, so I'm expecting big things in the next segment of the tales of Tebo. What is going on with Mr. TT? Double T, T to the T. <laughs> I just thought of another one which I heard. Um, well, I was just trying to write it down. That's why I went silent. Apologies. Um, I think the last one we said was he's bought he's bringing out a book. Yeah. Which was which was quite tough to really get the next one on that level, but I think this is a this is quite an okay one. Um his Florida Gators that he used to play for played Alabama a couple of weeks ago. And Tim was there with with TV, he does a lot of work with uh with I don't know what ESPN I think. Yeah, ESPN or whatever it is. Um and there was an Alabama fan with a placard saying can I please put Tim Tebow in a headlock? I've been waiting 12 years um, from, obviously, Tim's days back at Florida and they're big rivals. So I'll show you the picture, Ben, but this geezer who's got Tim in a headlock, he's loving it, but Tim is hes looking very concerned. He looks like he's hes probably scared for his life. Um, if I just show you the picture here, he looks... It's, it's not a pretty sight for Tim. He doesn't like it. Um... <laughs> but the guy's got a like proper blazer of all Alabama stuff on, and he's literally turned up to this game, saying that he wants to put him in a headlock. Um, yeah, poor Tim. And the other thing I I, I remembered, I was watching the um, Florida Gators game on Saturday night, and we've just sat. I say we. Um, they just sat the head coach Dan Munnan last week, and they were saying, "Oh, who are we gonna get in?" They've they've eventually. Got in Billy Napier from um, who was it? Forgotten who it was, and I think it was LSU. I don't know. And they were talking about who should be the next head coach, and the co-commentator. I think it was RG three, Robert Griffin the third on there. Um, he was like, "What about Tim Tebow? He knows. He knows your organization. Tim Tebow was up there, like top three, top four picks to be the next head coach of the Florida Gators. Um, it never ended up happening, but." Who knows? Maybe in the future we'll get a tell of Tebow where he's become an offensive coordinator or something for the Florida Gators. Um, so not as good as a book, but they were still respectable. The Tales of Tebow. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they, are, they are becoming slightly slim uh, now, but we got to carry on. The viewers this, love it. This is the trend, isn't it, this year? We'll have to think of something better for next year because he is going to slowly fall off the face of the earth. Um, what could we have? We'll think of it. We'll think of it. The Book of Brady. I don't know. The Book of Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the Book of Mormon yet. You don't know that. Yeah, I have. Oh, you saw Oh, anyway, that's. I've seen it chat. twice. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was week 12. So we hope you enjoy week 13 of the NFL. Uh, we are guaranteed to have an episode next week, so 
there will be one there. 13. Unlucky for some. Hopefully not for us in the podcast. And that's all for the Bills and the Bears. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. But then again, Bills and the Bears. Oh, none of them have 13 on their QB jersey. Oh, well. See you guys later.